everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode of More Money. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and today I have back with me Jean Andrus, which I am super excited to talk to you today because she just returned from the best cocktail party ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, Jean is... Or yet. <laughs> or yet, right? Yeah. Uh, of course, Jean is the menopause guru, which you can find her at menopause.guru.com. She helps women who are suffering with the annoying symptoms of menopause, create a menopause survival plan so that they can lessen those symptoms and get back to enjoying their life. Welcome, Jean. Hey, Cassie, how are you? Fantastic, how are you? Uh, short plane ride away from you, and it's just been a fantastic week. Yes, tell me what's awesome. What's awesome? What's awesome is that Tuesday I flew to Denver, and had champagne cocktails with three of the most amazing women uh, that I know of. Actually, I guess we have to have four, if five if you count Taylor and six if you count Tori. Yeah. Uh, but we had <laughs> we had a fantastic day of just bonding and celebrating and being the people that we are and being that in an amazing setting with friends and celebration and champagne, of course. Of course. <laughs> and Not just champagne, amazing champagne cocktails. Amazing champagne cocktails. <laughs> and I think the, you know, the whole experience from beginning to end, from Monday afternoon when I went out shopping for the perfect dress to wear for this that was just going to jump into my shopping cart at um, to uh, something that actually happened this morning that we'll get into a later was just absolutely amazing. It was from start to end. It was amazing and showed me so many, many, many lessons that just sort of came together in the whole experience. Yes. I love it. And we're going to start step-by-step. Step. We'll actually go back to Monday afternoon, which is where we left off at this last interview. But before that, it's such a perfect lead in. I want to ask this question. Now that you've done something like this, can you explain or tell it, just tell in your own words, how these lessons are so much different when you go out and have an experience than just in sort of this coach, you know, we talk weekly, we talk one-on-one, -on -one. we actually talk twice a week. You come to the Enchanted yeah. Circle call, and we talk um, in our one-on-one -on -one session and we do a lot of work and we have made a lot of progress and a lot of growth has happened. Um, but yeah, talk about the difference in actually stepping into an experience like this. So I'm, and, and part of it is that I'm a very cerebral person. I think my way through everything and probably the thing that we've been working on most is stopping me from thinking my way through everything. But in our calls, we have to, I have to think my way through it. I have to imagine, I have to put myself into that position and try and be there. But when I'm there and just letting it happen and stopping myself when I go too far in one direction or another and just enjoying the space and the time that I have, there is 
nothing that really hammers it home as to seeing it happen. And I think, yeah, there's a, there's a way to be in the world that you just don't see it. But what's different now is that I do see all these lessons and I probably missed about 700 of them. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there were some that were just like, bling. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> so Yes. <laughs> yeah. And how are you different on the other side of this experience going through like a start to finish from making the decision to now you're back home? Like, I think the, I, I think the biggest is trust. Um, mm. and I think we started talking about it last time yes. when we talked about what happened in the, in the week coming up to, to leaving for Denver and having this experience. But when you see these things so powerfully played out in your own life, you just have to stop and say, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I can course, trust, right? <laughs> of course, you know, just trust. And I don't think there was any more experience that was more that than what happened on my way out of Denver on Tuesday night. So if you want me to tell that story now, I can, or we can get to it in the, in the, well, let's, let's get to it. Let's, well, let's start with the dress. Uh, you even made a shift. I can't remember if it was on the call or um, if it was after we ended the recording. I don't remember which one, but you said, no, I'm not going to go find it. I'm not going to go. Uh, try and find. Yes. Yes. A dress. I said, I'm going to go find the dress that's waiting for me. Exactly. So you already changed that huge story. So tell us what happened next. So I head out of here and I, um, Kohl's is sort of my go-to shop when I, when I can't really, don't really have time for looking around a lot. And I didn't really want to spend a huge amount of money this time. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go see what's there. So I headed in and I headed through all of the, the areas and then I hit and I picked up three or four things that I was going to try on. Mm-hmm. And I hit the clearance rack and there was this gorgeous purple dress and I love purple, gorgeous. So yes, it was, you know, it was colorful. It was flowy. It was even a high low because I love the high low length, um, hemline length. And I said, Oh, this is really cool. I hope it fits. Cause there was only one on the rack. And so I go in and I try on everything else and nothing else looks nearly as good as this. And I go back out, and there's one more dress. So I went right back in and tried that on. And no, this was the dress. And it was even on clearance, of course. Of course. <laughs> awesome. So um, I grabbed that and I grabbed some jewelry to go with it. And then I start, Then I happened to walk through the purse uh, area and I saw this gorgeous purple purse actually, a whole line of gorgeous purple purses that were also the dresses Vera Wang. The purses were Vera Wang. I'm like, oh, these are really cool. And I said, no, I don't have enough money for them today. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend this money. I'm not gonna do that. And I left it. So I'll, I'll tell. We'll pick up on that story later. Yeah. About that. Yeah. So you left it. You this walked was, out with the dress that was waiting for you, right? That was waiting for me. Mm -hmm. Went home, got up in the morning, and then got on a plane. So. For got anyone, up at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes in. my next question even more significant. For somebody who's never really 
traveled with anything more than really a bag, right? Because you're flying in, flying out. Um, what, how did that feel for the first time to walk into the airport and, and be like, oh, I'm just going to be back. This is just, this is just like getting in a car and driving for a couple of exactly. hours. And I, I did bring my laptop because I thought I might do some work and, um, but, I, but I took it in the little pouch. I didn't, I took my, um, Kindle because I, I like to read on the plane mm -hmm. and my Kindle has lots of stuff to read. And it was just so easy to go through security that way. Um, I had a couple of things to change into because I knew, um, I knew I just, I didn't want to wear the dress on the plane because yeah. I wanted to just relax. Mm -hmm. So I had that and, and it was just, it just fit just fine in what I took. And, uh, it just felt different. It felt exotic and abundant and just really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how were some of that experience, you know, future self and really bringing it to life? Well, I think my future self has times when she is going to go out to, to speak because people still don't get, I mean, they, they just don't get this whole menopause thing. So I will be speaking and I will be saying, oh, you know, it's just fine if I make that lunch meeting or that women's uh, retreat. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't really want to stay in Kansas City or even San Francisco overnight. I, I think I'm just going to grab the red eye and come on home. And so my future self does this. Yes. She does make time to go in and there's a generosity in it. So my future self just goes and does what she needs to do, but she also is very protective of her own space and time. So a quick trip is no big deal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. And so it's a great way to practice being that, right? Exactly. Yes. So, and, and also I think for in this instance, it was to have fun and it's great to be able to just say, Oh yeah. Okay. That sounds like fun, but I'm so far away. No, no, not so far away. Just grab a plane. Right. Uh, <laughs> so much possibility when you can have that mindset and that isn't the mm -hmm. mindset that you had a year ago. Right. I, this isn't a mindset I would have, I, I don't know that I, re, I knew what was happening when I, when those words came out of my mouth <laughs> three months ago in April when we conceived this yes. little plot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> two months ago. Two months ago. Only two months. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Well, and what I love about that, I'm glad that you brought up the time because it was two months ago, right? And so yeah. what happens when you pick a significant moment in time and it's like, oh yeah, I'm flying in, flying out on this date, you really rapidly grow into that person. Like anything else that isn't that person, you have to grow into them by the time that moment gets there, which is also why exactly. I love that. Yes. Yes. And I think you saw that happen over and over again with lesson every after week, lesson. Every week this, these last two months. I love it. So tell us what happened next. You got on the plane. It was fabulous. I got off the plane in Dallas. I got back on the plane and everything worked just perfectly. Um, 
I got to the airport, I was meeting one of the other people who, who took this challenge of stepping into her future self and coming with us. And we just bonded instantly. We had a um, 30 minute train ride into the city and we just had the best time talking and laughing. And I'm sure we made everybody in the car crazy because we weren't shutting up and we weren't being quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) And we got to the train station and had lunch and Ubered over. And of course, we go to this beautiful, fabulous hotel in downtown Denver called the Warwick and come up to the, to the 12th floor where we had this beautiful suite and we have a makeup artist waiting to make us even more gorgeous than we already were. Cause of course we're gorgeous, but it was fabulous because now we have somebody who's, taking the time to fuss over us and make sure that we're ready to go out and look phenomenal, which we all did. There were, there were four of us at this lovely little cocktail party and we all looked amazing. Yes, we did. And so before we move on to sort of then what happens next and how we sort of enrolled, you know, all of Larimer street in this celebration, (laughs) um, yeah, I want to talk about, you know, because there was a moment and this was open to everybody in the Enchanted Circle. Like I opened it up and I said, anyone can come if they want. They so choose. And um, you invited Kate, which was amazing because she was all over that. And there was this moment before and you said, well, I can invite some of my other friends, right? And I sort mm-hmm. of said, no, but this is about new. This is about growth. This is about this sort of moment and, and everybody that's currently in this place of stepping into their future self. And so I just want you to talk a little bit about what was significant or what growth did you see because there was this new opportunity? Well, first of all, Kate and I really do hit it off. She lives mm-hmm. in the state where my grandson and my son live. Yeah. The, the order is significant there, <laughs> but, but, uh, and we have actually a lot in common. She does a lot of the same kinds of stuff that I love to do a lot of high adventure stuff and she's better at it than I am. (laughs) But it gave me this opportunity to really connect and bond with somebody who is truly stepping out and stepping into who she wants to be in a super significant way. So while we were doing our, um, what I'm not even sure what you call the the workshop now. (laughs) Uh, Usually the workshop, but the scripting workshop, the scripting workshop. Um, It was so obvious that Kate was a risk taker and a stepper into it and a fast, uh, fast implementer or however you want to want to say that, but that she would take advantage of this kind of thing. I said, we were talking about this day and I said, Kate, why don't you come? And Mm -hmm. she was like, I am all over that. Yeah. (laughs) And I I think, you know, it was funny because I I don't know whether I'm giving too much away, but at one point you tell us to go out and make a purchase like our future self. And I said, oh, I know what I can do. I can finally get the tickets to come to Denver because I had put that off because the flights had changed or something. And so we were talking about the party and Kate said, I'm doing it too. And so our future selves had made their purchase 
within, I think, five minutes of you announcing what our homework was. Yes. <laughs> Which was awesome. <laughs> yes. And it was an awesome future self-purchase for both of us. Yes. And I love that it gave you this chance to connect with somebody, um, somebody new and, and grow that because, I mean, this was something that was significant in my past as well. And I think that we have in common is that you know, nobody's ever sort of going to be at this level or there won't be enough people around or there won't be like whatever the old stories are. Right. But this mm -hmm. is just another new, amazing connection and friend on top of other new, amazing connection and friends. It is. And, and I love it was it. just so much fun. I love it. So we get, uh, dressed up and head over to cocktails. Tell us, tell us about that. What was your favorite thing and how did you feel in that experience? I, Honestly, my favorite, favorite thing about the whole thing was how excited Taylor was about <laughs> us. <laughs> yes. So we get this waitress and, um, you know, a little 20 something waitress and she's absolutely adorable. And she comes out and she says, oh my, you guys are all dressed up. What's the special occasion? And we said, coming to cocktails at quarter 40, uh, 44, which is the name of <laughs> the bar, the champagne bar. And she said, Oh, that's special. And we said, and I'm from New Orleans and Kate here is from New Hampshire. And we just flew in for the day to have champagne. And it just blew her mind that we would just put this experience together. And then she was our ally and our cheerleader and everything else. Everybody in the bar knew what we were doing. Everybody, I think she told everybody passing by what we were doing. <laughs> thought it was so phenomenal. Yes. <laughs> she did. She was amazing. And that's my favorite thing. I say this all the time, but when we step into our future selves, it gives other people around us this natural permission to step into their future selves. Absolutely. And we do big things like this. It gives other people permission to even think about doing big things like this. This is a girl that I, I know had never thought that people, normal people, right. you know, not, <laughs> not movie stars, yeah. <laughs> would, would get up and fly halfway across the country in the morning, at the crack of dawn in the morning to have, a party with their friends. Yes. And it just gave her a whole different perspective on what the world could be. Absolutely. And so how does it feel now that you are that person? Not like, that's not hypothetical. You are a no, person. No, I am that person. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, Cassie, there was, I mean, back when I was flying every weekend, I would go for a weekend just to see a friend in a, in a town that I had never met and fly for that. But this was like a, a whole quantum leap above that because this was truly the person that I want to be. And most, in other words, ah, I'm tripping all over this one, but yeah. because it was friends, because it was this loving place where I could come and be celebrated and celebrate with them, their things and my things, and just be happy for one another. Mm -hmm. There was like zero pressure to be anything other than yes. happy about my life. 
Yes. So, oh, let me say something about that. Yes, please. I was going <laughs> to say, say I, I more just, about that. <laughs> okay. So I just said to, permission to be happy about my life. I think sometimes we kind of have to, we kind of feel self-apologetic for being ecstatic about who we are and where we are. And that was an, a gathering that allowed you to feel that depth of feeling and without apologizing it for in any way whatsoever. It's not like, um, and I don't know if I'm talking out of school here or not, but Kate got an amazing number of new clients yes. over, over the time she was gone. She just kept running into people who needed her services. I got texts and emails and stuff from people over the last three days that I had kind of said, Oh, okay. They're not, they're just not that interested. And so both we could celebrate that. And Maggie could celebrate the book she was doing. And we all had an opportunity to feel fabulous about who we were without apologizing, without saying anything about that. Yeah. Which I love it. It's such a great space. And what does that open up? I mean, how does that open up for you to even own more of your amazing life? Sometimes I feel, you know, when you're, especially when you live, well, I'm going to say it a different way. When you live in a world that, that says, oh, be medi mediocre, don't celebrate, don't get too loud. I mean, we were loud the whole oh, weekend, we loud. <laughs> the, whole, the whole two days long. Yeah. Uh, but we were, we were noisy. We were happy. We were laughing. We were having fun. Um, sometimes when you do that and you're sitting in your office and you haven't gone out to visit people that feel that same thing, it's sometimes really hard to, to realize that it's okay to be loud and funny and happy and excited. And so that's what energizes and drives everything that's happening. So feeling that way just drives it way more, way higher. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So fun. It's amazing. So um, if you do not know, I have a book called Own It. It's a novella. It's a fun um, – actually, I'll let John describe it. She describes it very well. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I love about your novellas is that they are stories that that twist the standard novella romance kind of story. They start out and you think you're talking about a, a, a young woman who's going to fall in love or is coming off a bad relationship and this man is going to come and be her prince and save her. <laughs> and she finds that she has to be her own princess. Mm -hmm. Yes. And... So the story is about her, her finding her princesshood. Yes. <laughs> I, and it's it, one of the things that, by the way, that gives me it, that these novellas are so wonderful for is it gives me permission to talk to women about their own empresshood. Yeah. <laughs> as they come, you know, as they go beyond being the princess and beyond being the mother, the queen mother and, being the true matriarch princess, uh, empress who owns her own wisdom and owns her everything. So 
look for those coming up <laughs> whenever yes. they do. Right. They are, they are coming up. I know that. Yes. So um, if you want, you can grab Own It. It's on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and type Own It, O-W-N-I-T, and Cassie Parks into the search bar and it will come up. There's beautiful red shoes on it. And what was really fun for me about this experience is that Jean had her own red shoes um, moment and lesson and experience. Uh, and so I'd love for you to share that. Okay, so the purse. We'll go back to the purse at Kohl's. And it was a beautiful purple purse and it was fairly large. And I thought, oh, I could slip my laptop in there and slip this in and slip it, that in. And that'd be all I have to take. And then I walked away from it. And on the way, I had to go to a meeting and I'm like, okay, I shouldn't have done that. That was a red shoe moment. If, I, if ever there was one, <laughs> that was the moment you walk away from something that you like in the store and you, then you find that you really needed to buy it and it's gone by the time you get back there and you, you regret it forever. And so I'm thinking, and I have this 24 mile bridge that I drive over, so I'm halfway over and I'm thinking, darn, that's a red shoe moment. If there ever was one, <laughs> I'm going back and buy that purse before the night is over. And I know that I'm, I'm supposed to be out of there, out of my meeting at eight o'clock. 845. I, I could be back to this store. And the meeting runs long. Mm. And it runs till 830 before I get out of there. It's 930 before I get to the store. Of course, they close at nine. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, now you now you learn that lesson, huh? <laughs> so I promised myself I would go back there and just check. So I walk in this morning and I'm looking at the purses and I'm looking at the purses and the blue and the purple, big purple purses there. But the purse that kept coming up in my brain was this littler, cute purple purse. So I'm thinking that big purple purse is going to be so practical. But there was another purse that really was a dark purple sitting there. And I'm like, that's a cool color. I wonder. And so I looked inside and there inside was the clearance tag. If you got, if any of you shop at Kohl's, you know what that little red, yellow and red stripe is. That's the clearance tag. So this purse, which is currently $99, 30% off was less than $30. And this is the purse that I fell in love with. Yes. Except that it's not light purple, it's dark purple, which allowed me, oh, I forgot to say that I found a 20% off coupon for everything at Kohl's today, which allowed <laughs> me to buy the cute little purse I've been dreaming of. Yes, which is so adorable. If you're just listening on audio, it is so beautiful. It's so cute. And it was like, I kept thinking about this purse and thinking about, but when I thought about the purple purse, this was the one I was thinking of. So I walked away with both of them for less money than I would have spent for the big purse the other day. And even though I didn't have it for the trip, I learned, I learned the lesson. Yes. <laughs> as we were talking about lessons, that, I learned that lesson. There are a couple more lessons. I hope you're going to give me a chance to tell the stories. Yeah, but I am. I want to highlight this lesson though. And the lesson is really what it feels like to really 
want something, right? And this is something that, um, you know, I had to learn as I went through my own money journey is like, it's not just buying the thing for the thing, but it's that deep connection to what you really want. What is going to make you smile? What is going to make you happy every time you throw it over your shoulder? And so never again will you walk away <laughs> from that thing you really want, right? And it's all part of owning the truest desires of what we want, not just the stuff or the things, but like really what we want and the experiences and all of that. So I just want to highlight that a little bit more for everybody listening. Cause I know you get it. Like, and we've talked about it, but uh, I want to make sure it's super, super clear for them. And if definitely, if you want to tell the money lessons, which are fun, Let's let's talk about those next. Oh, let's let's talk about the train ride though first. Okay. The train ride oh yes, <laughs> yes, it's so big. So, so I had an eight fifteen flight out, which meant that I had to leave at about quarter to six. Get in the Uber, and the Uber driver was one of the you know. There's two types of Uber drivers. There's the really aggressive Uber driver who's going to get there get you there in forty five seconds or less, and then there's the Uber driver who really just they're going to take their time. And I had one of those train leaves every 15 minutes and I'm looking at, at the time and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to just slide on to that train. And I didn't. The tr I'm literally walking across the, what do you walkway. call it? I don't know. Walkway, walkway, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> platform nine and a half or whatever it is. If you're a <laughs> And, uh, to the train and they're closing the doors. I'm like, well, darn, I'm going to be sitting here for 15 minutes. And I, I was pretty sure that wasn't going to be a problem with getting my train, uh, getting my flight. So it was just sort of like minor annoyance. So I pull out my phone and I go to text the whole group because we had a group chat going on all day. And I go to text us, miss my train. I guess I'm stuck here for... I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> I love that. You caught that so story. We did not up. get that text. Yep. <laughs> so I back it up, erase the whole text. And as I'm clicking out of my phone, my Southwest app comes up and it's my flight. And it's got a big red bar on the top. And I, I had lost my glasses by this time. So I could only see the big red bar that says canceled. And I'm like, Oh, that's why I missed the train. Yes. Because if I had caught the train, it would have been halfway or two thirds of the way, or even all the way to the airport before I found out that my flight was actually canceled. And then I would be need to come back to Denver for the evening. Mm -hmm. Well, isn't that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> so I texted Kat, I texted the group and I said, Hey, my flight's been canceled. I'll see you guys in a few minutes. And you told me where you were because you'd moved from the, the champagne bar at that point. And we had an absolutely fabulous, fabulous evening. I got to see one of, one of the women's guy who I wouldn't have seen otherwise came to dinner with us. We had a fantastic time. We laughed until our faces oh hurt. Right. It's <laughs> a big slumber party esh feeling just like hanging out in the living room of this hotel room. And of course there was a spare, there was a pullout couch that was just perfect to sleep on. So it wasn't like this was going to be a huge expense or a huge 
hassle and I actually put, I, I rebooked myself onto a flight, the next one that I saw open at four o'clock in the afternoon. And for some reason it didn't take, so when I called Southwest to actually rebook the flight, I, they got me on a much earlier flight, so I got home at a reasonable hour yesterday. It was awesome. Just, and it was so, how, how many things can work out. I'm driving from, I get, of course, get another Uber to take me back to the hotel, and we're riding along, and the guy says, I've never seen anyone as happy to be on a canceled flight, having <laughs> their flight canceled out on them. And I said, well, number one, there's no reason to get upset at, about it because it just is what it is. Mm -hmm. And number two, I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really awesome. Yes. And I want, is that always the way you would have felt about a canceled flight? There were times when I felt that way, but there were yeah. other times when it was like, oh my God, how <laughs> could they do this to me? Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Uh, so let's quickly tell the money lessons. We have a few more minutes. Um, okay. And uh, so, yeah, I would love to hear about the money lessons. So I have been sporadically playing the money scavenger hunt. Um, from the um, manifest yes. 10k, mm -hmm. 10, manifest 10,000 that just, I won't say I'm always playing it, but I'm always excited to find money. Yes. So I'm sitting in the living room of the suite and Cassie goes into the bathroom and, or the bedroom, I don't know where she, she was off. And I look and I grab, and there's, $45 laying on the desk. And so I pick it up and I say, Hey Cass, I just found $45. <laughs> and of course it was your $45. <laughs> so we laughed about that. Well, about three or four minutes later, I needed to go into the this big, huge, gorgeous walk-in closet. And I walk in and we, everybody has been in and out of this closet all day long. i probably been in there three or four times and there's a $20 bill lying right smack in the middle of the floor. <laughs> and I just rolled over laughing and, and I waited till you came back out mm -hmm. and I said, you've got to see this cause you're just going to die laughing. And you walked in and I said, look what's on the floor. <laughs> and we just both bust out laughing because it was so true. Money is Everywhere. 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 And the second piece of that lesson was it doesn't have to, you don't have to find it for yourself. Mm -hmm. In fact, that was a 20 that you had had slipped. It had slipped it away. It fell out of the money life. gun. That's what happened. I was loading the yeah. money gun with the 10,000 for $10,000 photo shoot and it had fallen out. It was from a, um, last time I was on TV with the money gun. <laughs> <laughs> And I had seen it fly, but I couldn't find it, but I just let it go because I knew it would show back up in one way or another. And of course it shows up in perfect time to just convince me that money is everywhere. It's, I don't have to worry about it. It's just going to be there when I need it. And amazingly. And so it, it, and that it doesn't have to be my money. I can find other people's money or I can find 
$25 laying on the, on the dresser. I was almost as excited about the $45 <laughs> laying on the dresser and saying, Hey, Cassie, I've got $45. <laughs> of course, this isn't my money, but it's, it was just that feeling that here's money. It's everywhere. It doesn't matter whether you, you know, it's yours or not. If you don't need it in that moment. And of course, you know, if I, really needed it in that moment, something would have happened to allow me to, to use or to get the money I did need. So it wasn't, it was just this really cool thing. And then the next morning, I had to actually buy another ticket to, to go out to the, um, for the a train ticket. And this particular machine gives you back all your all your change in one dollar coins which uh, i don't see i don't see very often doesn't happen very often right so for me it's like a, an experience and so i'm grab i had only had a 20 and i'm thinking okay i'm gonna get way more than these of these than i need but and i pull out the coins and there are the most gorgeous one dollar coins including a 1979 susan b anthony dollar several of the sacagaweas and then i didn't even know this they're now doing president's pictures on the one dollar coins and i had this lovely selection of grant and fillmore and i live on fillmore by the way <laughs> so that was like sort of like ah. amazing and they were all there and it was like wow these are gorgeous. So I picked up my camera and my phone and I took a picture and I said, aren't these beautiful? I said, you sent it to the same group. And it was just about, and you sent back, that's a bonus point in the manifest 10,000 um, scavenger hunt. And it made me realize that sometimes we just find money. That's just the change from what we handed a 20 to somebody for and it's just about us understanding that this is the way of exchanging energy in the universe and that we should celebrate even the change we get back. Absolutely. Yes. Especially when it comes in such a fun way. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So next time, Jean is going to tell us about what she created and stepped into um, when she went home because there's something significant that she's doing for her life. Um, right now. We're going to talk about that in the next interview. Any final thoughts as we wrap up today? I think it's about the grand gesture. And I don't know that, um, honestly, I don't know. It may be in there in the manifest 10,000, but I think there is something to be said for that grand gesture that feels too big when you commit to doing it. Mm -hmm. that it just changes the way you see everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I see this as typical or normal yet. Yeah. But I do see it as possible, mm -hmm. which is a whole different story than I would have, than I had a, two years ago. It's possible to just be the person for whom these wonderful things happen. And I think the other piece of it is that when one of those lessons start to happen, 
they all start to happen around it. Yes, for sure. Well, and I want to like, I love that you called it the grand gesture. So going back to how my, um, you know, my novellas don't necessarily follow that typical romance, right? But they all have this grand gesture of some sort in them, but they are the grand gesture that we do for ourselves, right? Often exactly. we think of grand gesture, we think somebody else did this for us. And I think- Or we do this for someone else. Yes, yes. And you hit it on the head, like doing something like this is the grand gesture for yourself, which is the ultimate act of- self-love and creating the life that you want. So I love that you called it a grand gesture. <laughs> it's perfect. It's awesome. Of course. <laughs> so make sure to check out Jean at menopause.guru. Um, if, especially if you know anyone who is anywhere in their menopause journey and suffering from any annoying symptom that they would like to have tamed or go away. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> tune in next week to more money as we continue telling everybody's stories of the year of growth and make sure to catch Jean's next interview so you can hear all about the awesomeness that she stepped into when she got home. Thank you, Jean, for joining us. And uh, Thank you, Cassie, for having me. This is so much fun. Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn how to identify your current money story, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.